The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds, NFC East edition. I'm Phil, and I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? Hey, how we doing, buddy? Uh, good to be here, ready to ready to break down the most important division in my world. In your world. In, in your world, world, yes. Yeah, I've, I've warned all of our listeners that this one could be about seven to eight hours long, and it's all birds talk. So, uh, I don't even know Hope if there's any ready, other teams America. in this. <laughs> like I was saying, I don't know if there's any other teams in this division that you want to talk about, but uh, go birds. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to talk about the Eagles. I, I really want to just shit on all the other teams, but yeah, know, no, I'll try and I'll try and, and be as, um, as, as straight edge as I can with this. I'll try and be as, as, as non-committal to the birds as, as possible. You lie like a rug, but first let's talk about Kevin Durant. I know you are trying to manifest him to Philadelphia. We both have 60 to one futures props. What's going on with Durant? Well, I know, um, there's been some talk about the C's coming in here. Um, I know Arch has a bet in now on there as well. So um, Arch, good for you, but that bet's not going to hit because he's not going to the Celtics. Come on, you guys. I mean, listen, Jalen Brown alone is not enough to bring Kevin Durant over. They're not going to accept that. They didn't want to accept, you know, DeAndre Eaton and, 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 uh, the other guy out there, the, the three bridges, the, the shooter and and defensive guy, all those picks. Jalen Brown's not enough. He, he's he's not. Um, Jalen Brown doesn't go if Tatum's not there. I mean, Tatum Tatum brings all the stuff, you know, all the all the attention to himself. Jalen Brown's a second fiddle. Um, plus, the deal that was on the table uh, had Derek White involved. Who the fuck wants Derek White? Yeah, the, that the guy was oh he was he was a, a a menace in in the playoffs in that in that final series i mean he's the reason you know why they lost coming off the bench he he couldn't catch you know hit fucking water if he fell out of a boat yeah you know and that's that's surprising um and i think with that headband he was wearing his receding hairline's worse than mine so i mean maybe there's a genetic yep. defect there you know he's cuz he's way yeah. younger yeah, yeah. It, and it could be, but um, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not biting on the fact that Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a couple first round picks gets the deal done for Kevin Durant. I, I don't think that that does anything for Brooklyn. Sure, Jalen Brown coming in that brings a you know an all star into your into your fold, but you know we saw a lot of the deals that they were that they were coming out of you know that that Brooklyn was coming for here, and none of them were this low. I, and I you know they they wanted Devin Booker. You know what I mean? They wanted Devin Booker and and you know Bridges and picks. They they wanted freaking Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio and picks. You know what I mean? They the, the Sixers the, the first time they talked to them it was it was Embiid, Maxi and and freaking Tobias and picks. Like it, it, it's not happening for for Jalen Brown and a couple picks. Yeah, and and to trade him within the division, you'd think the price would be more. You know because you're going to have to see. Guy. So 
Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know that I don't think the C's are it, and I'm uh, I'm clutching this sixty to one ticket tight. Yeah, and 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 I think the odds have have gotten you know considerably better. Um, if there's any team that's that's really kind of getting to a point um, in my mind, it's it's the fact that he might just stay in Brooklyn. Um, other than that, I I think Philadelphia still has the best deal on the table. You know, you get a young rising all star in Maxi who's you know, looks like he's going to be a superstar in the league. Plus you get an all-star in Tobias who's, who's right on that cusp. Plus, you know, the pick swaps and, and you can add a couple young guys in there too, that, that they probably will like. Um, I mean, listen, it might, add, you might have to put five bull in there. I know we talked about it before. You don't want to lose that defense, but I mean, it, if, if I'm the Sixers organization and I'm, I'm Daryl Morey, Matisse Leibold's not is is not what is keeping me from getting Kevin Durant. I'm I'm just sorry. So I think that they still have the best deal out there. Um, I'm not ready to hop on that C train yet. I hear you. I hear you. I'm 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 hoping you, you made a believer out of me. So yes, uh, yeah, he would be he would be cool in, in Philadelphia for sure. But yeah. hey, also we've had some more USFL players on the move to NFL rosters. Again, that's our little baby. I'm a proud father. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, who 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 was on the move today? It was Cavanti Turpin, I think, was the the big name. MVP, MVP. I mean, the the guy was the guy was great, right? He was all over the place. He, he ran for a bunch of yards, like two hundred yards or something like that. He had a, you know like nine touchdowns. He had like a you know fifty catches for you know eight hundred yards or some shit. I don't know. He was he was all over the place. I mean, the guy the guy had a great season for as little games as they played. And um, I mean, if if he if you you know double that. In, in the NFL, which is basically the same amount of games that they're going to play, you double that. I mean, the, the guy's a, you know, a pro bowler. So, you know, if, if there was somebody that was going to go off, and we've been seeing players rocket from the USFL to the NFL. Um, I mean, I, I don't have a hard count for it yet. I mean, do you, do you have a hard count right now? I do not. I know it was upwards of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, Turpin, he was like a Swiss Army knife. He even, he, you know, was a punt return guy as well, yep. which is pretty cool. So yeah. uh, we also saw Kyle Sloter. That's your guy. Uh, he Loved got signed him. by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He, that's a guaranteed roster spot. That that kid's making a team. <laughs> I think so. You know what I mean? I, I'm 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 all in on slaughter season, baby. You gonna buy a jersey? Fuck no. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's cool too. All right, man. So let's let's uh, let's get into the reason why we're here, and that's to break down the NFL NFC East. And uh, DraftKings has the division odds winner listed. And uh, I don't know if you're going to like it. Dallas Cowboys as the favorite, plus 135, followed by the Birds at plus 165. The Washington Commanders, that's big for me to acknowledge a new name, 5-1. to one. Yeah. And the Giants are 8-1. to one. So, um, well, we have to start with the, the odds on favorites. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean – Overall, the standings are are correct. They're where they should be, um, especially because the team that's leading it all, um, the Dallas Cowboys, in uh, in in my sharp football analysis uh, strength of schedule here, um, I have the Dallas Cowboys uh, with with you know one of the easiest schedules in the league. Um, that's a team that won a division last year. It's a team that. You know, I know you lost Amari Cooper, but, you know, if there was a spot you could lose some people in, it was wide receiver in that room. Uh, they, they got them left and right. Um, I mean, they scored the most points last year. Um, their, their issue was was defense, really. 
Um, and, and their issue is the same with Dallas every single year, which is Dak Prescott does not win big games. Um, it, it just, it comes down to it. I know we had some guys in the, um, in the book club looking at, at it for us. And, and what is it? Five wins over, over the last six years that he has against um, or, or late five wins over the last four years against teams at 500 or better. I mean, the guy just doesn't beat good teams and, and listen, they're close games. He can get, he can keep you close, but I mean, what has he ever done? You know what I mean? The, the guy gets, the guy gets top 10 honors. The guy gets all this, all this shit. I mean, I haven't, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. He's a, uh, he's a bit of a farce, you know, he, he's, he always racks up the garbage time yards. Um, and I think he's a, a he's a, I don't know. He, he, he has a lot of weapons around him always. Like he's perpetually surrounded by weapons. He's got a great offensive line anchored by, you know, our guy, Zach Martin, hate to see a, a golden yeah. domer in Dallas, but I mean, he, he's an absolute anchor. Nobody gets past him. And then you got uh, Tyron Smith and just always the, their offensive line is, is stout. And then, you know, you have Zeke and Tony Pollard back there. Uh, they were a pretty good one, two punch. I think, you know, Zeke, if he stays skinny, can uh you know maybe regain some form um they signed james washington and i think he may just slip right into that amari cooper role i mean you didn't get much out of amari last year anyway so yeah i don't know man um this cowboys team they, they do have a lot of a lot of weapons and it's it's almost plug and play i mean dak has just been i think he's been incredibly lucky in his nfl career uh, so far to just be surrounded by by you know such great receivers and running backs and behind an offensive line that is impenetrable. So I don't know, man, that that's not high on my list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, the guy's never going without a number one, a true number one wideout, right? I mean, when he first came into the league, he had Des. I know it was on the, the, the downslope of that, but I mean, it's still a really good wide receiver to have out there, even in his later years. Um, you know, they'd probably they, be pretty good now. Yeah, listen, I would take him. Sure. You know what I mean? What what does it hurt? You know what I mean? And and let's not forget he did he did play some time. He made an NFL squad after leaving the Cowboys. So he still had some left in the tank. Um, you know, he played for the Ravens for a little bit. Um, but I mean this team, I mean, Michael Gallup's, Gallup has been a a very, very strong, solid, continuously good wide receiver for this team. Uh he's a guy who goes unnoticed a lot and mostly because it's he's always got somebody playing on the on on you know the opposite side of him who's who's a true number one. Well, I mean they got C D Lamb that comes right in into that number one role as well. You know what I mean? That that guy's you know, he's a stud. It is it is what it is. Uh, I was upset when the when the birds didn't trade up for him. Um you know yes, a you couple were. drafts ago. Yeah I was I, I, I can I, confirm it blew my mind um, because you could have traded up two spots and taken him right in front of Dallas, but instead you let him fall into their lap, which blew my mind, especially knowing what we had. And then we had to watch the next year being just sickened by the wide receivers that were out in, in Philly. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, going through the offensive side of the ball, Tyron Smith is huge. He needs to stay healthy. If this team wants to be successful, Tyron Smith has to be on the field. Um, especially against teams over 500. Um, you know, if he can stay healthy, then their offensive line is, is pretty decent. You got Zach Martin, who's an absolute stud. Um, I know they're looking elsewhere uh, at right tackle this year because, you know, they had they had a little bit of movement there. Uh, they got Terrence Steele in there right now, who's – I mean, like, who knows what that guy's going to be. Um, 
but overall, I think I think their their offensive line, you know, if if stay healthy, they they can certainly be you know a good offensive line. I'm not expecting them to lose a ton because Lael Collins isn't there anymore. Um, so I, I I really do believe that Dalton Schultz is a, is an up and coming tight end, and you know you spoke on it with the with the Zeke Tony Pollard thing. I mean, when they're both in shape and healthy, I mean that might be two of the two of the better you know, the, the best, one of the best one, two punches in the league. I mean, those guys move. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Dalton Schultz, pretty good safety blanket. I think he had 102 or 104 targets last year. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good volume for a tight end. Um, so that's like right behind Kelsey and, you know, the, the elites. Uh, I mean, this offensive side of the ball is, is absolutely loaded. And I think the one part that holds him back is Dak. I, I I agree a hundred percent. I mean, if you if you put Aaron Rodgers on this on on any of the offenses that he's had in the last three years, I mean, is there Aaron Rodgers have won two Super Bowls with basically Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones? The the one two punch of Zeke and Tony Pollard is better than Aaron Jones, and oh, for sure. You know, as I understand, they don't have anybody as good as Devontae Adams on their roster, but the the you know. The whole team, the whole wide receiver room as a whole, is way better than what Green Bay has been working with. So, you know, and tight end as well. You know what I mean? So, offensive line is probably better in Dallas. Everything else. I mean, you put Aaron Rodgers on this team or Tom Brady on this team, and, and this team, you know, wins in the playoffs the first time in, in, you know, since I was, you know, a twinkle in my father's eye. So, you know, I, I think. I don't know if you've you know, ever been a twinkle in your father's eye. Probably not, you know. Yeah. So, so maybe a, like a like a burst blood vessel in the eye, uh, yeah, like a migraine or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. Um, but but you know, after that, you know, we move on to the defense. The, this team has put so much stock into their offense that it hurts to see you know some of these good players being held back by Dak. But with that, when you put that much you know money and 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 time and effort into the offensive side of the football, you kind of lack on the defensive side and where this team has a few really good pieces, you know, like Mika Parsons and, and, and um, I really like Malik Hooker, but you, know, you got, you got the, you, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, who's, who's good. You got Vander Esch, who's, if he's healthy, he's good. Um, Mika Parsons, uh, this, the linebacker core is good. Um, Trayvon Diggs is a varsity in my, in my opinion. I mean, I understand he had a lot of interceptions, and that's huge for a team. It's huge. But he also gave up the most yards that any friggin' wide receiver's given up, like, ever. I mean, it was – or a cornerback's given up ever. Like, it, it was it was insane what he did. Um, listen, I, man, bend but don't break. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's boomer boss with the guy. But if I'm if I'm hooking my, my horse to a wagon – it's not Trayvon Diggs. I'm sorry. Um, and this defense is to me personally, it's kind of set up to fail. They're they're the same way it's been for the last few years. They're one injury away from the entire thing falling apart. There's zero depth. They have nobody to back up Van Der Esch when he inevitably goes out. They have no, you know, third string cornerback to come in and, and help out if if you know Anthony Brown or one of these guys goes down. I mean, the Mika Parsons pick was phenomenal. I mean, the guys that do it all, you know, freaking lumberjack out there. But anybody on this defensive line goes down, anybody in the secondary goes down, and they're fucked. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. They they do have some nice pieces. Dante Fowler they signed uh, this offseason, which is a, a nice addition, I think. Maybe he'll have second life here, getting out of his previous situation. Um, yeah. Big fan of Malik Hooker. I'm a Colts fan, and uh, really made me sad that he struggled with injuries so much while he was with us. But, um, you know, I, I've always been high on that guy. Good player. But, yeah, great player. Well, not great player. Great, great guy. Good player. <laughs> I mean, but, first round pick. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, you're right. It's 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 a lot of name brand, but I don't see a lot of continuity and a lot of depth. And I think that's that's a problem in the NFL. You have to be two deep, three deep, all the way across the board uh, to have any kind of sustainable success. And and this is not it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're uh, they're 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 Wonder Bread, right? I mean, I like Wonder Bread. You, you'll have to explain. Yeah. So it, it's it's like Wonder Bread, right? You it, it's on the it's got a huge name on the outside. You know, you 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 smack the 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 Wonder Bread label on it. It looks good. You look at the outside of the bread, the the crust is all pristine, and then you open it up, and it's just plain old white bread. Water goes through it just as much as it does every other bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. But listen, um, some of these other ones, you know, like like my family, we use Dave's bread and. You know, it's a heartier, it's it's thicker, you know what I mean? The outside, you know, is it, it looks just as strong as any other bread. But you know what? You open that bad boy up and and it's 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 thick all the way through. Hmm. And that's the problem. You know, Wonder Bread, you know, you once you open it up and you start pulling that loaf apart, it's very, very thin, very, very uh flimsy, if you will. So that's 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 a that's a Kyle special for you. It's a little bag of Wonder Bread. Yeah, no, I'm glad you did that. Hopefully, maybe Dave's bread is listening and I uh, want to throw some advertising dollars our way. Listen, I'll take a few free loaves of bread. I got a shit ton of kids here. They all eat it. It's be, it would be fantastic for me. Yeah, yeah, good. You do have you, – you just keep popping those kids out. You got a little baby-making factory over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like um, in a year or two we'll have a better defense than the Dallas Cowboys do. <laughs> yeah, certainly less holes in that <laughs> offense. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's talk birds. I know you had this circled on your calendar since we started these previews. I've been ready. Yeah, just just go, man. There's nothing I can add that that you don't already know. Go ahead. So so listen, I, the the birds have in this division and probably top five in the NFL, uh, top to bottom, one of the best rosters, easily the best one in this division through and through. Top five NFL. I stand by that all day long. Uh, Unfortunately for this team, and I, I hope that they prove me wrong, and I hope he proves me wrong, but unfortunately for this team, I believe that they're held back by Jalen Hurts. Um, I don't think he's even the best wide or best quarterback in in the quarterback room. Uh, I'd rather see Gardner Minshew or Carson Strong eventually come up here and 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 make a play for this job. Um, but I mean, you go through this offense from top to bottom. You know the moves that that I mean, love him or hate him, how he makes moves. And, mm -hmm. you know, not they're not all good. Um, usually, I would say his trades are pretty good. What he does with the cap is miraculous. He was the first one that started all this, you know, upfront bonuses and, and, and you know, moving money around, um, you know, at the, the way it's used in today's NFL. Yeah, I think I think Howie was probably a money launderer in a past life. Yeah, he probably I, I think I heard somewhere I read something where Bleacher Report or whatever um, that he was actually in Panthers Mafia. That there you go, that, the money line mafia. Yep, yeah, that's it. So I, I think that's where it came from. Um, 
but realistically, what he does, you know, moving picks and moving guys around and doing stuff is 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 wonderful. He's he's great in that aspect. His issue has been drafting, and it's been drafting for a while. And and I think that comes from him believing that he's the smartest man in the room, and he wants to prove that. Um, well, the last couple of years, he's decided to not try and do that and take what consensus you know the consensus pick is and that was you know the great moves that he made to get Devonte smith you know two years ago or yeah two years ago i guess it would be because last year now would be right right yeah the the you know jordan davis which which i hate by the way but um consensus wise jordan davis was a great pick i just personally don't like him i don't think he was a need i think there was bigger needs out there um but what he's doing, and and not only that, but he's in the second and third rounds, he's he's making good picks early on. Um, so if he can continue to find these late round just gems that he finds on offensive line and, and things like that, I mean Jordan Mailata's you know a, a top three left tackle in the league right now, and he's a seventh round you know rugby player that was that was transitioned over. Listen, you know, rugby took tough. a few years. I, listen, I understand, but the guy yeah. had never played a, a down of football in his life. So it's it's from I mean the Eagles have you know, the best kept secret in the NFL in, in Stoughton. I mean, the guy, what he does for this offensive line is incredible. He, I mean, he makes, he molds players out of just wet, gunky clay into hmm. all pro guys. Would I mean, say that, is it like, a, is there another wonder bread thing coming here? No, 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 no. This, if anything, the Eagles are Dave's bread. Once you, you once you take away that, that, that outside layer, they get, they they stay strong all the way through to the to the middle piece, sure. Um, because I mean, if you start going through their lineup all the way through, this team's deep. I mean, if if they have an injury, they should be able to continue right through. Um, obviously, minus quarterback, but the running back room: Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. I mean, that's that's a really really strong running back room. All the guys can do something. Just a question for you: Is Miles Sanders going to score a touchdown this year? Yeah, he will. Um, <laughs> what an anomaly that was last year. Yeah, it's it's crazy about what happened, but he will. Um, I think part of it was, you know, the injury and, and things like that, but um, uh, he will. He'll have a broken play here or there. He's not going to be a consistent, you know, guy at the, at the goal line. He's not going to be a consistent, you know, touchdown score. Uh, for, you know, a, a little bit of foreshadowing, if you are excited for my fantasy – stuff we're gonna stay away from miles sanders this year because to be completely honest with you phil i don't know if he keeps that that job i think kenneth gainwell is gonna take that job away from him i mean gainwell is really good at catching passes out of the backfield so i mean that's just and you'd think that um you know the the eagles will probably with these new weapons migrate a bit more towards the pass um yep so you know, it's not just going to be out of necessity on third down that you'll see gain well, but maybe he'll pick up some some uh, other roles along the way. Well, I, one big thing about him is that he can run uh, as well as catch passes. You know what I mean? He's not a, a guy who's strictly a pass catcher. Um, but another big thing is that he's a willing blocker. And that's something that Miles Sanders has struggled with um, over over his career is that he, he kind of tries to chip a little bit, but it's not huge into the blocking stuff. So you know, with with Gainwell being a, a you know somewhat a willing blocker, it's really going to help this team. Um, and then and then you just kind of move down the, the 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 roster here and wide receiver. Bringing in AJ Brown was enormous for this team. That is a true number one, no doubt about it. Stud. Um, 
you brought in Zach Pascal with you know as a free agent, which which helps out. Um, Devontae Smith was a great pick. Quez Watkins has shown up. I mean, you know, he's I think out of the slots going to be you know fantastic. You have kind of down the, the the line a little bit. You still have my fan favorite Greg Ward, who just seems to stick around on this roster and catch passes. And yeah, quarterback out of Houston, you know, yeah. the, the birds. Yeah. And, and listen, uh, this is not the only guy on the roster like that. No, they, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they have. Uh, what is it, Tyree Jackson as well? Yep. And he he was a quarterback at Buffalo, and that he's, and he's a six seven two fifty fucking yeah. stud tight end yeah. too. Who who wants to get in front of that? Not me. No, I'll tell you this right now. I ain't get in front of that. But and and he, I know he's going to be out for a little bit. But that guy is good, and I can't wait for him to come back because I think the the combination of 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 Dallas Goddard, who's a who is a top five tight end in this league, um, and Tyree, you know, in those two tight end sets is going to be huge because they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, listen, there's another guy I want to talk about. And he okay. is buried, buried on the, this depth chart. Okay. Britain, Britain Covey. Do you, okay. do you know anything about this guy? Uh, Britain Covey. Okay. So we're, um, we're talking, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go from uh, Utah. Okay. Yeah. Fast Utah, bastard. Yeah. He, uh, he was like a, you know, 60 year senior guy. His grandfather actually wrote that book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey. Okay. Right? So the guy comes from good stuff, you know, little brainiac over here. Yeah. And he did it all. He returned punts. He was a slot wide out, um, change of pace. He, he ran the ball, like did end around, stuff like that. This kid is a worker, and I think he's going to make the roster, and I would not be surprised to see him in either garbage time or, you know, earn some reps throughout the year. I love this kid. So yeah. there's your there's your Phil's deep dive on this roster. And you know what? I love it because realistically, if there's one thing this team really needed, it was a it was a kick punt returner. So the fact that this guy can do that is huge for this team because right now they're, they're they want to cut all ties with Rager. You know what I mean? The guy's been a bust since he came in, and and I think he has ability. Um, I know that they're talking now. I, I I follow the tweets. I follow the Eagles guys. You know, Mosher and, and Kaplan and all those guys, and. They said he came into camp in great shape, and he looks really good out there. He's already caught a shovel pass touchdown, and he's already got a couple touchdowns through. I don't fucking care. I had to listen to the same shit about him as I do about Jalen Hurts, the same as I had to listen to about Ben Simmons. I don't care. You know what I mean? The eye test is, is pretty understandable. I've seen these guys play, and they're not good. It's just that simple. So, um. You know, the fact that they could really have a guy there, I don't want to watch Bolson Scott returning anything like that. Just just give me this 5'8 little firecracker and, and let him fucking run. Yeah, you remember when um, when I told you during the draft, I was like, you're going to love Jalen Rager. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I remember that. I yeah. am wrong sometimes, sure. Listen, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, so um, let, let's talk about this defense. We, we, yes. we got we to gotta go on this team. So, yes, dude, they're strong. They're really good. That secondary is ridiculous. Darius Slay, and then you you get James Bradbury. I mean, this yeah. those are two All Pro corners, and then Jaquiski yeah. Park. I mean, what an addition! This this I, defense is incredible. So here's my here's my thing, and this is this kind of it's really there's there's two players here who have really flown under the radar, and I think that there's another one that's been completely forgotten about. Um, number one, Jaquiski Tart has flown under the radar and I don't understand why because this guy's a very 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 viable safety. Um I I don't 
understand why it hasn't gotten nearly the amount of love that it should have gotten. I mean, this, I think this guy could come in and be a really, really good safety. Anthony Harris, I'm a little shaky on. I personally, as a Birds fan, I want him to trade for Jesse Bates from the Bengals. I think, you know, you could do it for a second round pick and maybe throw in Andre Dillard. Um, you're, you're fine on that offensive line. It's a, it's a top probably the number one offensive line. I know preseason rankings, they were number one, and they've got a ton of, of depth there too. So I'm fine with Tulsa and Andre Dillard in that trade and bringing in a, a stud safety. Um, but if you bring him in too, I mean, you got just Quisky Tart, you know, Anthony Harris, Jesse Bates, you know, Epps, who, you know, a lot of people are, are expecting a little bit of a year from. Kevon Wallace, who was a fourth-round pick out of Clemson a couple years ago, I, I still like. I think he needs a couple more years of development. Um, so, so Tart is, is kind of flying on the radar. Another guy who's um, flying on the radar, and I don't understand it, is Hassan Reddick. Mm, big, this is big a, one. Yeah. This guy was a, a free agent signing. He was one of the first free agents off the board. Everybody knew he was going to Philly. He wanted to come home. I mean, he's a he's a Temple guy, right? Go Temple, Matt Rule. Yeah. So, um, so this guy came in and was a little bit of a of a drag his first couple years in the league. Um, just didn't quite couldn't put it together. Um, came out the last two years when they moved his position to you know an end, uh, you know outside linebacker end type stuff, basically rushing the passer, and he's top five over the last two years in sacks. And it's not just like, oh, well, he had one really good year and then one mediocre. Both of the years have been double-digit sacks. I mean, the guy's really good, and you just put him on a really good already defensive line. I I, I don't know how people aren't going ballistic over this. Not to mention that they signed him for a fucking bargain and a half. The amount of money that some of these guys are getting right now is ridiculous. And you got Reddick for – Peanuts for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I think he needs a new agent. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be calling Scott Boris. Yeah. But <laughs> that guy gets everybody paid. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I like the Reddick uh edition for sure. I mean, he's a hometown kid. We we we've seen a lot of him. Um yep. so yeah, certainly like Reddick. But I'm I'm big on this Bradbury deal. That that guy is he that's is fantastic. Huge. That's huge. Gonna, they needed another one. Yeah, and Derek Barnett's gonna have to gonna have to get home at some point. I mean, he uh is he a bust? Um, yeah, and and I I know on their on their their depth chart they have uh, Derek Barnett as the as the starter on the outside. It's not going to happen. The starter is going to be Josh Sweat, the guy the guy who was a Pro Bowler last year. He signed long term now. They they signed him, which was they got a good deal on him as well. It was very smart on their part. Uh, Derek Barnett they signed a two year deal, but it's it's for peanuts basically. It's like hey, listen, you're a rotational guy. Um, Derek Barnett's not going to start. He's 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 a hundred percent a bust. This was a Howie move, believing he was the smartest man in the room. Um, literally that simple. The other guy that I wanted to just talk about that has been basically completely forgotten about is Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hurt last year and he was hurt early and they played the entire season without him. I mean, not only is he still a very good defensive end, but he's basically the talking leader of your defense. I mean, Fletcher Cox is more so probably your, your number one guy, your leader, but Fletcher don't talk like that. It's just it's just that simple. He's not an out in your face type of guy. That guy's Brandon Graham. They lost their voice on this defense when he was out, and that's huge for a defense. And that's probably why they didn't get home very much last year. Um, 
But, you know, you got Brandon Graham coming back. He's healthy. He looks good. He feels good. He says he's in great shape, which I know that's, you know, everybody says that when they come back from injury. But, I mean, that it doesn't get talked about. But that's going to be huge. Um, you brought in a couple guys. You know, you brought in Kazir White um, at the linebacker spot, which is – I really like that guy. He's had very good numbers for the Chargers the last couple of years and just couldn't make the roster. So – um, I don't know why. I think he kind of fell out of favor with the coaching staff a little bit. Um, and that's kind of why he, you know, it happened. But I'm happy to have him in there. Um, a couple of the other guys that 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 came in is is Davion Taylor, who was driven a third round um, a year or two ago. Um, I believe he's from Colorado. Um, he is um, a very, very, very good player. Last year, he really went up. And I'm expecting big things out of him. And then, obviously, drafting N'Kobe Dean in the third round is absolutely huge. So this defense is stacked. They are, again, very, very, you know, thick. All They're Dave's bread all the way through. So I, I, <laughs> I do love some Dave's bread, I, I think. I'm, listen, I've never had great. it, but I, I think I love it. Um, oh, you know what? I'm going to get you some. Thanks, because man. Then so, you're you're going to be like, what the fuck is Wonder Bread? And then you're going to be like, oh, I get it, Dallas Cowboys. I get, now I need some I get Dave's the bread. Analogy. Yeah. All right. So, so listen, you're obviously excited about the birds. You're you're yeah. totally pumped. I can feel it. I feel your excitement. What are we doing with this win total? Over nine and a half, minus one thirty, under juiced at one ten. I love the over. Well, I think they hit the over because they have a what bottom three easiest schedule. Yeah, or top three easy schedule, whatever, however you want to look at it. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna see easy teams all year. This is a team that, I mean, they're gonna beat all the teams that they should beat, and they're gonna beat probably a couple teams that they shouldn't beat. Um, the issue for me isn't gonna be the regular season. I mean, guys like Jalen Hurts usually get through the regular season pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mar Jackson does it every year. The issue is gonna be the playoffs. The issue is gonna be long term with this team. So if we're going win total throughout the the regular season, I'm on the over all day long. Um, I don't care about injuries. You know, most teams you got to worry about some injuries there. I'm, I don't care about any of that. I think you're cashing that ticket all year long. Um, and then bet for an early departure in the playoffs. Gotcha. So we've got a two-way kiss of death here on the birds over nine and a half. So all of our local listeners will be thrilled with that. So <laughs> guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones. Or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, man. So third in the division is the Washington Commanders. Now, we talked a little bit during the NFC uh, preview show about your love affair with Carson Wentz and how furious I am with Carson Wentz. So, yes. uh, yeah, this is this is where where we uh, we draw the line in the sand. Let's talk about the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Commanders. Damn it! <laughs> I knew uh, it was going to come out I'm at some so point. I'm so stuck, man. I'm stuck on. Knew it. Gosh. Um, the so, Oakland Raiders. The, <laughs> the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> Super Chargers. Yes. Yes. Um, listen, I I I really 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 like this Washington Commanders team. Um, and I I think. They're, I mean, they're not, they're not a, a threat, right? They're not a threat to win the Super Bowl. They're not a threat to, to really go through anything. Each year, there's a surprise team, though. Every single year, we, you know, we go through the NFL, and and all the experts, including ourselves, make make predictions, and and there's always some team that surprises. This past year, it was the Bengals. There's always a team. I think that this could be the team. Wrong. It's the Lions. But go ahead. You can tell me why you're wrong. <laughs> Um, this team has a, a very decent offensive line. Mm-hmm. They're not great by any means, but they're decent. They're serviceable. Um, if the guys can stay healthy, they're going to be in pretty decent scenario here. Uh, right now they have Trey Turner on the bench. The guy was a top guard in the league three years ago, kind of fell off. Don't know what happened with him. Um, but players don't just forget how to play offensive guard. So I think he comes back. I don't know if he's, you know, maybe been handling some injuries or some personal stuff or needed to change the scenery again or what the deal was. But I think he finds a home here, ends up taking over this job. Um, but Norwell was a really good signing by them. Um, you know, th- they've got some some decent guys out there. Um, you know, tight end Logan Thomas is is okay. Um, he's another he's another a, ex-quarterback there. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's a serviceable guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's not going to, he's not top five, but he's serviceable. Um, Carson, when he's playing well, is, is fantastic when he's playing well. His biggest issue is, and always has been turnovers. So Mm -hmm. keep, which is fumbles really, because he doesn't throw a lot. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. Yep. No. So hold on to the ball, you know, plays as well as you can when it comes to that stuff, you know, don't put your team in a, in a bad way. Um, and would he's you, finally going good. I was going to say, would you give some advice to Carson Wentz to not carry the ball like a loaf of bread? You know what? I would. I, I okay. and you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to call Kenny Pickett and tell him to, to send a couple of gloves over to Carson Wentz to help with that fumbling issue. Oh, Kenny um, two gloves. That, that, yeah, that's all it is. Um, but realistically, the biggest thing for me is that Carson's finally going to have a true number one wide receiver. And not only is he going to have a true number one wide receiver in Scary Terry, but he's going to have a pretty decent running back room with with Gibson and McKissick. I mean, they're you know, Brian Robinson coming in, I think, is 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 gonna be a nice little, you know, help too. Um, you know, Curtis Samuels is is not a bad wide receiver and 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 Jahan Dotson, you know, out of out of old old Penn there is mm-hmm. is is a nice piece too. Um, this head coach wants, you know, Carson is not a guy. And, and I was listening to Greg Cassell, who's a pretty big voice in the NFL community. Um, 
I did have these views before I heard his podcast, but sure. I just I want to put this out there um, and kind of talk about what he said real quick. Is that Carson is not a compact guy. He's not a, a small guy. He's he's big through and through, long arms, long legs, you know, long torso. Everything is big. Everything is wide. He's built to push the ball downfield. Um, a guy like Russ is 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 built, you know, Russ has great downfield ball, and that's something he's worked very hard on. But realistically, Russ is built to hit guys on slants. He's built to hit those short guys, you know, making making moves all over the, the field. Um, Carson is built to throw the long ball. He is. He's built to push the ball downfield, and you see it with the flick of the wrist. He's kind of cannon. So, this coaching staff, this 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 entire philosophy of this team, they want to push the ball downfield, and I think that this is going to be the perfect landing spot for Carson Wentz. Scary Terry can do everything. He can go deep. He can make cuts in the middle. He can run those you know deep hooks. There's deep in routes, posts, um, and Jahan Dotson's a burner. So I think that's going to be really, really fun for him. I think we're going to see with Jahan what we wanted to see with Carson and Deshaun Jackson, which we only got to see for a game. Yeah, when you said that, um, you know, Carson finally has a true number one receiver, I thought you were going to be talking about Dax Milne because that guy, um, you know, he's a girlfriend stealer. That, that that's that's Big Dick Rick in the locker room right now, huh? <laughs> Listen, as long as that dick doesn't belong to Nick Foles, I think Carson's going to be all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, let's, let's um, uh, go ahead. So I, I moving on to the defense, which I yep. think is where you were going there. Yes, um, it was. This defense was hurt last year. That was the issue. We, a lot of people were expecting big things out of this defense last year. Um, they they were hurt. I mean, it's just that simple. Injuries really, really crippled him. Uh, Chase Young did not have the year he was expecting. He got hurt. He, you know, kind of jammed through that for a little bit. But on paper, this this defense is really good. I mean, you got the defensive line alone. You got Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young. I mean, those those three guys are, are freaking monsters on that offensive line or defensive line. Um, you know, I think the linebacker core leaves a little bit to be desired. I mean, I, I like I like That's Davis, a- but – you know, Mayo and Holcomb on the outside. I'm not, you know, I mean, maybe you can hide them a little bit. I don't know how you hide them all. I mean, you could run nickel. You know sure. what I mean? You can you can have two of them out there. I think Jameen Davis is, is going to be fine. Um, you know, the other two, I think you try and hide one. But Kendall Fallers is good. William Jackson, a third, is, is a, a decent corner. But realistically, this team is going to, you know, it's going to be going off of the defensive line. I mean, that's that's their bread and butter here. Um, and this is going to be a team that's got to put up points, which is why I love the Carson Wentz overs because their secondary is not great. You know what I mean? It's it's not. Their, their linebackers aren't great. This team's going to give up yards and probably give up some points. Yeah, I mean, but they, they lost Landon Collins back there too. It hurts. You know yep. what I mean? It hurts. Um, so I, I think that the Carson overs are, are, you know, as long as they stay healthy, all but cash already. Um but I really like this team to, to be the surprise team. I mean, we looked at the Bengals defense and still even to this day look at last year and go, how the fuck did they play like that? I mean, sometimes you just get in a groove. Yeah, and sometimes I guess uh, the, the rule is, is if you can score more points than the other team, you you win the game. So maybe, yeah. they'll, just, maybe they'll just try and do that. Yeah, they, they, they implemented that rule a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah whoever scores that. the most wins. So yeah, – so. How many times will they score more than the other team? DraftKings has the line set at eight, no hook. So I mean, the push is is in there. Uh, yep. So it's it's minus one ten both ways. This is an absolute coin flip. It sounds like you're leaning over. Yeah, I'm leaning over, and and to be honest, um, 
I mean, it's I know it's it's a little bit out of left field, but I I, I think this team wins the division. No, I I do with the birds easy schedule. Yeah, I don't. I, the commander's schedule is just as easy. Yeah, I, I I think the Eagles are way more complete. A hundred percent, but they're going to be held back by Jalen Hurts, and that's that's my issue here. I mean, listen, let, realistically speaking, if we put Carson on the birds right now, this this Eagles team with no Nick Foles, I think it's better than the Eagles team that he had when he left. Hundred percent is sure. But they're but talking about just this year, they're 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 favorites probably to get through the NFC. I mean, everybody's down on Jalen Hurts. Nobody knows what to expect. Listen, if he proves me wrong, it's it's fantastic for me as a fan because it is – I mean, I'm, I'm kind of winning either way because he's either going to prove me wrong and I'm going to go awesome. We don't have to worry about a quarterback and we got two first-round picks next year and a plethora of other picks. Or two, I'm going to be proved right and I'm like, I fucking knew it was that asshole. Let's get somebody else in there. So, yeah, I mean, if Carson Wentz is on this team um, – this team is 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 the favorite probably in the NFC. So I I think you know quarterback is huge, man. Quarterback is the most important thing. I know the guys on the on the morning show talked about how important it was. Arch made a, a point that you know the top ten players in the league came out and and Aaron Donald was one and you know Trent Williams was two. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Arch is a hundred percent right. The top ten are quarterbacks. It's the most important position in the in the entire league. They should have two awards, MVP awards at the end of, end of the year. It should be quarterback MVP and everybody else MVP. Yeah, That's I, how they should do it. Yeah, I mean, they are the most irreplaceable on the field. I mean, if, if um, you know, Aaron Donald, if, if he's off of your defensive line, you can kind of hide it. I mean, sure, the, the unit is less efficient. But if you take Matt Stafford out of there, they don't win the Super Bowl. So no. I, I agree. I mean, yeah, quarterbacks, it's it's probably one through 30, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree yeah. 100%. So, I mean, it's it, uh, to me, the quarterback matters that much. And I think that Washington has, has kind of stabilized a little bit here. So I'm picking them to win the division. Um, I, at the very least, I got them over the eight wins, and I've I've got all the Carson overs. So I feel I feel really good about all those. And by good, uh, I hope you mean leveraged because that is a lot riding on uh, Washington. That that is a ton. Um, I'm looking to see if there's some better better ways to attack this for you. I see to make the playoffs plus one fifty. Are you looking for that big score, that big five to one? No, I mean it's. Playoffs is good too. I mean, they could certainly eke in in a wild card spot. Um, I think the division ends either Washington or the Eagles winning the division, um, and and I think those are the one and two teams. Um, and I think Dallas is third. I think Dallas hits a bit of a hiccup this year. I don't know if it's going to be a Dak injury or things just really don't work out on that defense. But I I think that they're I think they're in some trouble this year. I think they're a sub five hundred team. Love, so you're on there under then, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on there under for sure. I don't think that they should even be recognized in that. I mean, the, as the same thing about Dallas every single year is that they are not built depth wise. One injury and they're fucked. And I think it, they're they're in some trouble. I mean, they've been flirting with fire. And I know freaking a couple hours ago, Dak said, "Oh, it's time for the golden year." I fucking hear that every year from that asshole. You're not any good. Like, let's just go back to old Miss, you piece of shit. I think it was Miss State. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck him. Yeah. Who cares? 
All right, man. So now we're at the we're scraping the bottom barrel here. Uh, the New York Football Giants. Uh, yes. Just yeah, take it away, bud. Yeah, this is um, this is not only you know scraping the bottom of the barrel. This is the ashes that are underneath the barrel that somehow got through the bottom mm. when you've picked it up. You know whatever that gunk is underneath it. Um, after that dumpster fire, that's what the New York Football Giants is. Um, some sort but, of goop. Yeah, some sort yeah. of goop. But um, I think they're getting closer. There's there's a few teams that are in the cellar, right? You got mm-hmm. you know the the Jets, you got the Jags, you got the Giants, you know um, Bears, Falcons. Yeah, Bears, Falcons. I mean, there's a couple teams. Lions really are. I mean, we're expecting them to come out of it this year, but I think other than the Lions, one of the closest ones here. Yeah, at least at least for Giants fans to have some some fun, you know, to to feel a little bit good about it. I think the Giants are getting close. I think they're one of the ones ready to crawl out a little bit. Um, you know, you got to figure out Daniel Jones's scenario. The guy's just proven that he's not good enough. So unless he makes ridiculous strides this year, you're looking for a new quarterback. Um, Saquon is is healthy. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think this is about. This is a good year to have a shitty quarterback and a and a high draft yeah. pick because there's a lot of talent coming out of college. So yeah, uh, I think the Giants can go get their guy next year for sure. Yep, um, and I think that's what they'll do. You know what I mean? I, I think I think Danny Dimes has his last his last little hurrah here in New York, and then he's a career backup somewhere. Yeah, go make your Eli face on the on the <laughs> sidelines, buddy. <laughs> um, Maybe it'll be Tyrod Taylor time this year. It, listen, it wouldn't surprise me if he got in. I love Tyrod Taylor. Me I think too. he's one of the most efficient quarterbacks you can have. He doesn't turn the ball over ever. I mean, he's, he doesn't blow you away, but he's – I mean, he's basically Alex Smith. You yeah. know what I mean? The guy yep. moves the ball down the field. You know, sometimes he gets you to score, sometimes he doesn't, but very rarely does he turn the ball over. And with how important that is in the NFL this year, and and not this, shit this year, but – the way that this generation is in the NFL, I mean, it's it's really really helpful, you know, to have a guy like that. Um, now, one thing about this team is they're very high on the new coaching staff. They they love the new um, the new scheme that's being put in there. It's supposed to have a lot of flashy plays, a lot of big time plays, a lot of you know passing stuff. I don't know if Danny Dimes can do it. Um, they they definitely have I think the wide receiver room to do it. I mean Kenny Galladay is a, a good wide receiver. Uh, he was paid last year because fucking Giants suck, but mm-hmm. he's a good wide receiver. Sterling Shepard when he's on the field is a good wide receiver. Darius Slayton when he's on the field is a good wide receiver. Kadarius Tony we haven't gotten to see because last year was such a shit show, but coming out he was a good wide receiver. I mean yeah. they, they reached on him, but he was still a good wide receiver. And listen, don't um, forget about Wandale Robinson that uh, out of Western like, Kentucky. Yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah. Or I'm sorry, regular Kentucky. Not not. He was not a hilltopper. But um, oh yeah, he was. I think he. I think he transferred. I don't know. I had him on my fantasy team, and he was always like the number one target. So yeah, that, yeah. Good good yak guy. Good hands. Kind of quick. Can score yeah. the football. So I, I I'm yeah. keeping my eye on him for for this year. Yeah, as well. I mean between between running back and wide receiver, you know, you have a good room there. You have, you have a, a very very good skill position room there. I mean, Ricky Seals Jones at the tight end spot isn't isn't anything to write home about, but it could certainly be worse. Um 
offensive line, they're they're working on it. Um, Evan Neal's really good. Andrew Thomas, when he's healthy, is is good. I I know that, you know, they're they're trying to draft and they're trying to kind of work these guys in. Um, we'll see how it looks this year, but I mean, they're trying. You know what I mean? At least they're not doing what some of these other teams have done, like like the fucking Bears and shit, where you just ignore it and just hope hope that shitty guys are just gonna be good all of a sudden. Um, it doesn't work like that unless you have fucking you know god fucking helping you out because he's fucking guys <laughs> and god or jeff stoutland yeah i mean this isn't angels in the outfield so yes yeah. it's the new york giants so that we can yeah. count that out but yeah, man, I'm, I'm just looking at this list of guys they lost you know to free agency or trade evan ingram kyle rudolph they couldn't wait to get out man I know. Um, it was. It's. It's heart. It, it's heartbreaking. Reggie Ragland and then Bradbury to the Eagles. Jabril Pe- Peppers gone. I mean Logan Ryan. I mean those are some pretty pretty decent, pretty decent players. Yeah. yeah listen, I this team, you know, especially defensively over the last few years, you've looked at that defense, but like, well, they're they're formidable defensively. The issue is their offense. They just got to figure it out. Now everybody's left. I mean, you look at the defense now. I mean, I think I think Thibodeau is is going to have a really good year. I'm expecting him as my, you know, rookie defensive player of the year this year. Um, I think he's going to have a really good year. Um, on the other side, Jihad Ward and eh, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. I mean, that's that's a decent, decent middle, decent, you know, however you're going to run that side. Um, but uh, after you get past that, I mean, you got a Dory Jackson who's a decent corner. I mean, he's, he's okay. Yeah. But – um, I don't. I don't even know who Cordell Flott is. That's that's who they have as their other guy. Yeah, I mean he's got a he's got a, a it's third round pick name. this year. Yeah, yeah third round weird... pick this year from LSU. Cordell Flott. Huh, Cordell Flott. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even remember that fucking pick happening. But apparently, no, but, he was a third round pick this year. Uh, Julian Love. There's a familiar name. Go Irish. Love him. I'm surprised that he's in the safety spot because we we got to watch him on the outside, um, you know, for a few years at Notre Dame. Um, but I mean, even him. I mean, that guy's five eleven. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. even six foot. You know, it's not prototypical size for the safety. I would, I'd rather see you know six one Cordell Flott over there. You know what I mean? And put Joey yeah. Love over on a corner spot. Um, Xavier McKinney is in bed. Oh, I'm but, sorry. I was yeah. just saying Cordell Fly. I mean, that's a fun Cordell. name to say. It is. It is a fun name to say. Um, but I mean, Blake Martinez is a, is a decent linebacker, but everybody else sucks. Yeah, it's, this team. This team stinks. I mean, they're not going to challenge the Bears or the Falcons to be the worst. No, but, no, they're not um, that bad. Yeah, but boy, it's this is not. This is a rebuilding team for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do like Blake Martinez, Dexter Lawrence. I'm excited to see him clog the middle there. Um, yeah, but Leonard Williams is always good. Yeah, yeah, you but, know what I mean, and 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 Thibodeau could be. I mean, listen, this team is is they're in a full rebuild right now. Mm-hmm. They're just a little bit ahead of the curve because of what they have offensively. And Saquon, I mean, it would not surprise me if Saquon is traded this year or before the draft next year for picks or whatever. They may be hoping that he has a good year this year so they can trade him. Yeah, they got to get um, something for him, right? Because yeah. yeah. And you got to get rid of him. I mean, shelf life for running backs is, is low as fuck. So yep. you have to try and get rid of him. Um, but I mean, some of the other, I mean, like Evan Neal, you know, on the one side, you know, Lawrence and Williams and, and Thibodeau on the defensive line. I mean, you're setting up the inside of your of your offense and defense. You know what I mean? So what they're doing is the right way. It's they're just a few years away. Yeah. yeah so I mean, 
Those Ben McAdoo years were tough. It really was, man. And he's what a weird dude. Yeah, that guy's strange. Yeah, like I, I didn't even like his face. There was something about him. You know, what I, I think mean? it was the haircut. Do you think it was? It it could have been, but you yeah. look at the guy and you're just like, nah, I kind of want to punch you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe maybe he could have used one or two punches to the old. He probably could have. Yeah, but you know all right. I mean? So <laughs> the win total. This one is set at seven with no hook as well. Juice to the under minus one twenty five. Fuck the yeah the over plus one hundred five. This is a no play for me. I've I've got. I, I mean, I want to play the under, but I need the I need the hook. So, yeah, I'm I'm still gonna stick the under. Um, I think that this team knows where it's at. I think that they have um, a front office that is 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 understanding in, in the way of of where they are in this rebuild. And I think the most important thing that they know, um, which is no secret, is that they need a quarterback. Um, I don't think they're going to be pushing to win many games. So I, I think the under here is going to be good. And then they'll go get their quarterback next year. Awesome. So yeah, you're away. That'll be, that'll be fun to watch, but man, you have any, uh, any bets or anything you want to, you want to add to this thing? No. Um, I, I would like to, I would like to talk though quickly, um, about our book club, uh, because there was a bit of a tift that went on today. Um, and 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 I just want to set the record straight. Um, I have nothing but respect and admiration for Panther and Arch, and mostly Max. Um, Max you has certainly share, forgotten a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you do share an affinity for meat. You too. We listen. I thought we bonded. Um, he's when I when I go through the whole you know list of everybody. He's number one. You know, he's my butcher box buddy. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's on there. Um, you know, I, I, I have so much respect and admiration for those guys, um, because they, they, they come to work every day they do this every day. I mean, it, the amount of content that those guys push out that everything that they do, everybody should be listening to that daily show because it's hard to do that every day and they do it well. Um, and and I just I just want to I want to throw a little a little bone to the to the morning crew. Um, I mean, you guys aren't as good as me. I'm still the people's champ, but um, you're really really good. And anybody who listens to our show should absolutely be listening to that daily show because man, those guys are close to me. I I mean, I we we got the cameras on here. You can you can see how flustered I am. Um, yeah. I don't even know where to begin with that. Uh, you are right. They do go on every day. Uh, they have set the bar incredibly high. Um, but I mean, I think you're right. I yeah, think you're right. Yeah. This is a damn good show. This, this is a damn. I don't know. Show. I don't know why. You know why we haven't passed them yet. But this this shit I, is dope. This this yeah. is a good show. Yeah. Listen, we're we're right there. And I just um listen, Panther. I I have all the respect for you. Uh, but sometimes you know that. The, the new gang in town comes and they and they and they kill the the mob boss that was before. I am yeah. I am the the new mafia in town. The people's champ, the double champ, is here to stay. Sometimes and, you're just done with the old bull and you want the the young yeah. the young calf. Yeah, I need the whatever. young the young you know. I had the old bull now. I need the young calf. You know that's what I mean? It. And that's that's what it is. You know what I mean? Um. So I mean, but listen, what those guys do is is nothing short of amazing. Um, which brings me to, you know, my final point is um, 
Arch actually, a, a fucking genius that he is, uh, has been helping us very, very heavily with our logo. And it's looking great. Super excited about it. And I just want everybody to know that it will be done soon. Um, I can't got, wait to get mine. We got so. merch coming. Oh, yeah, baby. And with that, uh, Phil, Mr. Speedwasty 2 and I, uh, we'll be giving one away to a lucky, lucky book club member. If you're not in the book club, you need to get in there. They're, the guys are fucking killing it. The racing guys are killing it. Fucking everybody's fucking destroying right now. Um, except me. Don't don't follow anything I put out there right now. Um, but everybody else is doing good. I mean, and, and if you can find a bet that Max and Arch put in for Panther, fucking quadruple it i don't give a fuck what it is because they hit it every single day <laughs> i mean he, he's, he's his unit size i think is 13 dollars on the show they put one in for 900 yeah yeah that's a winner yeah. that's stone and arch log. wiped his fucking dick right across the face of that bed yeah it's almost this as big mine. as almost as big as carson's um but well, uh i don't know maybe nick falls i yeah. might say be a little rude sorry arch i mean if you can um, if you can find nick Foles's statuesque penis rolling throughout you know philadelphia's stadium you'd be the arch first. has his name etched right into it with a 900 dollars panther bet right now wow. underneath it so, so we say all that to say this the dgens.net it's 25 dollars a month you can get all of our plays i put uh, aussie rules football tennis um all the racing stuff you get way before we put it out there on twitter you get arches full baseball cards every day uh wmba csgo i mean there's literally you can bet day to night 25 bucks a month less than a dollar a day join up information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents